On this episode of Off Course Agility, my guest is Audrey Tarr, a fellow handler of a beagle, a beagle called CC. My guest today on Off Course Agility is Audrey Tarr, and I met her for the first time in Sunbury at the NADAC Champs in 2017, where she was running Cece the Beagle. So I always have an interest in watching Beagles, and it was great fun watching Cece run the elite level out in Sunbury. So I welcome you to the podcast, Audrey. Well, thank you. Glad to be here, Ed. All right. And then um, I, as I usually do with guests, I like to ask, how did, uh, how did you discover agility? How did you get involved in agility? So um, I, I had seen it on TV many, many years ago when I had my first dogs, but I was a, a poor person at the time and couldn't afford it. So I just always dreamt of it. And then um, as I got older and I got my original, my first dog, who was a cattle dog rescue, her name is Lily, and she desperately needed a job. And we kind of, on her first birthday, we actually set up a little agility course in the backyard. My nieces set it up. Who and my nieces were like seven and ten years old at the time, and they set it up and we celebrated her first birthday party and did some agility. And I saw how well she did with it, and I just started searching around for places to do agility training and found a place to do it. And so I started actually with Lily, my cattle dog. So, okay, very good. And approximately what year was that? Oh, that was um, 2008. Okay. So you pretty much started in agility around 2008. Yes. With Lily. Yes. And then you, you started taking some classes. Yeah. All right. And then now I know you I know you run in NADAC, but what other venues do you do? Um, originally, I haven't done any other venues because when I started, um, they didn't allow mixed breed dogs. And at that point I didn't know Lily was a cattle dog. I thought she was a mixed breed because she was a rescue and the shelter told me she was a German shepherd mix. And, you know, well, you, you know how it goes with shelters. So yes, I, I just happened to fall into the club that actually trains NADAC as opposed to AKC or USDAA. So I was lucky in that respect. So with my three older dogs that I run, I only do NADAC with them. With my more, with my younger dog, I run a limited amount of AKC. I, not a whole lot, just a limited amount. And I'm looking okay. actually at um, doing CPE with her as well. But one of the reasons I stuck with NADAC is... When I first started, I couldn't run my dogs in, in any in AKC, and I didn't know anything about USDAA. And then by the time they started allowing mixed breed dogs, I was already at the elite level, and I wasn't going to start over at a novice level with those with those particular dogs. 
Right. I understand that. So you've mentioned your dogs. Why? Just because I don't know what kind of what is your pack right now and what what has been your pack of agility dogs? So my my oldest dog or my first agility dog was Lily and she's the cattle dog and she is now 13 years old, but she is still running. Um, she just finished up her VNATCH five. So we're going to retire. We have retired her from both tunnelers and weavers. She just doesn't like them very much. Right. So, and in order to cut some runs through the course of the weekend because of her age, um, we've, I've cut those out. Um, my next dog is Cece, my beagle. Believe it or not, she's almost 15 years old now. So wow. she is, she is pretty much retired but she still loves to run tunnelers so we run novice tunnelers um my next dog is toto he is a 12 and a half year old toy poodle terrier mix with the attitude of a pit bull and um he is still running at the elite level and then my youngest dog is calypso and she just turned five and she is a mix we think probably cattle dog golden retriever so okay. yes ah, very good so i have a variety now, of dogs <laughs> right and now i i remember when i talked to i believe out in uh, sunbury did did you get some of these dogs via fostering them and then just adopting them they they all actually were foster fails so okay. I work, I work very, I, I've worked a long time with um, West Suburban Humane Society, which is where all of them came. Cece was actually my first dog through them. She was the, um, I got her as, I, I offered to foster right after Hurricane Katrina. And the only dog they had available at that time was a pregnant beagle. And Cece is one of the puppies. So Cece was actually born at my house. Wow. Yes. Okay. So you were fostering the, the pregnant beagle. Yes. And she had the, the litter. Yes. And then you, how many how many beagle pups were there? There were five. Five? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there were five beagle pups. It was four females and one male. And, okay. and they were born on Columbus Day. A little bit of hit, trivia here. So they were born actually on Columbus Day. So we had Isabella, Nina, Maria, and then we named one of them Columbo. And Cece came because we, I didn't want Pinta as a name because that was kind of a stupid name. So my sister came up with Cece as the initials for Christopher Columbus. Very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah. yeah, little trivia on her name. <laughs> and then I, all the other beagles, I assume, were adopted out of the show. Yes, yes, they all they were all adopted out, and the mom actually was um, adopted by my cousin, and she just passed away, um, like middle of last year. So she was about sixteen or so when she passed away. Okay, very good. That's 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 nice. Yep. So, 
being a you know a, a person who loves beagles and, and a person who's runs you know like i had dino right. and now i have my be- now i have my guy trey Ooh. and my sister has her dog bell which is also a beagle. right i i gotta ask you know did, were there any more challenges with cc than some of your other agility dogs oh god yes <laughs> <laughs> Her her nose got the better of her quite often. Um, the the reality of of her was, I started with Lily, and Lily had so much fun, so I just decided to start training Cece, and she was terrified of the A frame, absolutely terrified of it, and. So we worked that, and one day she just decided she loved it. But her thing is, is she is so food motivated that um, we were, sometimes in class, somebody would rattle a treat bag, and she would just run to them and not stay with me. And, wow. And yeah. she actually bailed off the top of the dog, the middle of the dog walk one time to go over and get some treats by somebody else. Uh, wow. Yeah. So we, that, that was a big challenge with her. Um, and running in barns was a big challenge with her because the, all of the smells and, Certainly. you know, I, I, I used to just, laugh because she would be doing so good and then all of a sudden she would just dead stop and run the other way on on some scent so running a beagle you really have to keep your sense of humor and understand that their nose is going to take over at some time because i i agree <laughs> <laughs> that you really do need a bit of a sense of humor yeah. with the beagle like, i totally agree and i know what you mean because i remember the first some of the first times i ever took uh, dino to like an inside barn type uh, trial i remember him oh going off to the corners to do smelling and stuff and i was like oh yeah. no <laughs> my, my, my funniest memory actually of that is in at the champs in springfield in 2015 cc was entered only in the team event and it was the last one and it was an all tunnels run and i knew i was going to have problems right from the start because just the way her her nose was flicking in the air and she comes out of the first tunnel and she goes right instead of straight and they had this area that like the um the pvc with the purple curtains and she ran under the curtains and I'm like flipping up the curtains, trying to find where she is. And I finally got her back on course. But I think I chased her for probably 45 to 50 seconds under those curtains. <laughs> Something must have been on the other side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that smelled good. Yes. Yes, definitely. Oh, uh... I, I must admit, though, a lot of times, you know, you never know when that nose is going to happen with the beagle. But a lot of times they just give you, you know, good attention and they, run, you know, they do love doing the agility a lot. 
So they do run. And I, I know I remember seeing CC. I remember seeing her run out in Sunbury and she had some really nice runs. She really did. I did take a little bit of a break from, with her from training and trialing. And then, um, because I had, by that point, I also had Toto. And so now you're running two dogs and, you know, and training two dogs. So I kind of took a little break with her and I started her again because I started traveling more for trials and spending overnight. So she was coming with me and I felt bad with her sitting there. And so then I just started putting her in and, and it was like her brain kind of clicked and she really did well. Um, you know, I mean, she was never truly in the elite level, but I was really proud of her in Sunbury because she stayed with me every course and finished every course with me. And she really, really did well there. So I was really proud of how well she had done. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed. I, I don't know if I saw every run, but I saw quite a few and I definitely uh, enjoyed watching watching you run with Cece. Uh, I always, I always, wa- always love seeing a, another beagle yeah. uh, running at a trial, and and it was great seeing a beagle at champ. Yeah, it really was. Well, in, so in twenty, uh, you gave me a thrill. Yeah, in twenty seventeen, she actually placed in one round. So I was, I was happy with that. She actually got a ribbon. Excellent. Yes. Yes. It's so nice to get a ribbon too and see your name up on the, the ribbon wall yes. that they put up. Yes. Yeah. That, that's one of those great experiences. Yeah. I'm glad CC was able to give you that. That's she great. got one, she got one ribbon. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. That's a, that's quite an accomplishment. I mean, I don't know how many dogs were in your division that year, there, but it's still that's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, I, Congratulations. There was actually quite a few. Um, um, it was it was double digits, and so I I want to say there were fifteen or sixteen dogs in in that height. So I yeah she right. did well. She did I was real she did get a ribbon and I was I was so happy she got something. <laughs> That's great. Yes, yeah, definitely good. Um, you know, as I'm talking to you, I actually usually I know uh, where people are from, and I know you're out there in the kind of the Midwest area. Right. I call it the Midwest, but where do you? Where is your actual locality? Where do you live? I live in Glendale Heights, Illinois. So I am about thirty miles west of Chicago. Okay, so you're you're out there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Right. So very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, I didn't know. Where, I did not know where you 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 were lo- located. Sometimes yeah. I uh, usually I know, but and I know I've I've seen you there at Sunbury, and I know I saw you um, more recently in uh, Springfield, Ohio, in yes. 2019. Also. Yes. So, yep. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to take a quick break here. Okay. And then uh, we'll come back, and I think we'll talk a little bit about uh, your your champs. Okay. Uh, over the years. All right. All right. So just a quick break. Okay. Thank you. And I'm back with Audrey Tarr uh, as my guest on this episode of Off Course Agility, and uh, Audrey's going to 
a number of champs. So I'd like to uh, ask you, what was the first NADAC champs that you did attend? My first champs was in 2011 with my cattle dog, Willie. And I worked really hard to get her qualified for that. Qualifications were a little different at that point. And I worked really hard to get her qualified. And I just had so much fun when I was there. And at, at that year, was, was, it, was it in a lead or pre-lead? It, uh, at that time, they only had a lead. So okay. it, it, I would have probably, if they had pre-elite, I would have put Lily in pre-elite because she really was just an open-level dog at that time. But we held right. our own, and I was proud of how she how she did. Um, I had my struggles with Lily being my first agility dog. You know how, how things go, and and you don't know any better, and sometimes you get bad advice. And so... Lily and I struggled sometimes with some stuff and, but you know, we got it together and she loves the big arena, just loves it. And where was 2011? Did you say that was in Springfield, Illinois, Springfield, Illinois. So that was that big Coliseum building. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, for you as the human and even you as the dog, it's, it's, it's quite quite a difference from any other trial environment to go into such a big space like that and run your dog it it absolutely was and i was so nervous when i first started and you know and and i knew lily was never wasn't gonna win but i was so nervous that when i first went out there you know the first on that thursday that very first day the first run but fortunately, I didn't run early. I ran kind of in the middle of the pack. And right. I, wa- I was watching some runs. And there were people making mistakes and, you know, people's dogs going off course. And I went, you know what? They're no better than me. So that really right. kind of relaxed me. And I, I had some really fantastic runs with her that year. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And on... When it comes to to champs like that, that 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 was your first one, and uh, oh, now I lost my trade of thought. Oh yeah, back in 2011, the courses back then also for champs were very long yes. too. Do you recall that? Yes, my our first course, I want to say, was something like 40 obstacles. I can't right. remember offhand. I'd have to go back and look, but I want to say that that first run was like 40 obstacles wow yeah and, that, that, that's just yes you know yeah so I know we, that, I know we well, ended up really late nights because there was a lot of really long courses yeah that's the problem that's one of the problems with the long courses too it takes longer to run them <laughs> yes yeah exactly yeah, I know and then, the you more know recent champs the more recent champs nadek is not gone to those extremes but right. I know Nadak at that time Sharon Nelson was was in charge I think she really liked those long challenging courses she really I think she did and she threw a lot more curveballs at us than the current format you know we went out and that was right when like the um the hoops started and some and like the barrels and things like that and she threw out a bunch of really oddball courses 
that, you know, we, we never really saw here in the Midwest. Now, maybe on the East or West Coast they did, but we really never saw them in the Midwest. And so we got thrown into these courses that we'd never had any kind of training on. So, right. you know, we just went out challenge. and did the best we could. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. So that was 2011. And then when was your next chance? I, I have gone every other year. So 2011, 2013, 2015, 27, and 2019. So um, okay. in 2013, so I ran. That was also um, in Illinois, that was, right? I mean, that was yeah, also- that was also in Illinois. I think actually, I think 2013 and 2015 were still in Illinois, if I'm if I remember correctly. I can't remember for sure, but right. I think well, in, I think was there one in Tennessee though? I, I remember. I don't. I only. Re- I wasn't at any of these. I just remember. From no, memory. Tennessee. I know there was one. Tennessee was before my time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, Tennessee was before my time. I think I know 2013 for sure was in Springfield and I think 2015 was as well. And then okay. Actually they condemned the Coliseum so that's why it had to move. <laughs> so right. I know I know that the Col- yeah, the Col- I know yeah. the Coliseum out there had problems but I I'm not sure you live out there but I think they have kind of worked on it, right? Oh, it, it's now open it's open not? it's now open and it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Okay. So, yeah, it's it, it's open now and it's beautiful. I wish they'd bring champs back there. <laughs> but that's purely okay, selfish well, because it's close for me. It's close for you, yeah. It's, so yeah, it's only- what dogs What dogs did you – okay, so 2011 you ran Lily. In 2013, was it just Lily again? No, in 2013 I ran um, Toto and Lily. And okay. and it was still just elite. So mm-hmm. yeah, I ran my little toy poodle mix and and Willie in in that. And they again, I I think one of my favorite runs of all time was actually that year with Willie. I there was this beautiful ju- like jumpers, um, not not all jumpers, but jumpers focused run. Jumper theme. Yes, and. I mean, Willie just nailed it. And I actually just watched that run again uh, uh, yesterday or the day uh, last Thursday. I actually just watched that run again because it was just such a nice run. I'll wait. No, I think that was 2015, actually. Sorry. Um, Yeah. So 2013. Yeah. uh, 2013 was Willie and Toto. And. You know, again, they both did really well. It was in Springfield. So, yeah. And then 2015 is the first year I ran CC in Champs. Okay, right. And, you know, and and she was kind of like, I I struggled to qual. I didn't struggle, struggle, but it was the first time where I went, you know what? I'm going to qualify CC and run her in Champs just so she can be the only beagle at Champs. That was my right. that was my goal because she just you know I'm like there wouldn't won't be many other beagles running and so, that's right you know and I'm gonna run a beagle and show everybody that a beagle can run at champs. That's right, and you got the beagle 
bar that I year. did. I got it in both 2015 and 2017. That is correct. Another, because I sponsored the Beagle Bar. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I think that was because you sponsored a Beagle Bar. I think that's why I decided to qualify her. So I paid whatever right. entry fee so I could have a bar that says highest scoring Beagle. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And then I know at 2017, we, we did talk about that a bit. I know you ran CC yes. and you also ran, uh, was it Toto? Lily and Toto both. Oh, okay. So, and CC. Yeah. For 2015 and 2017, I ran both, Will, I ran all three dogs. Wow, that's a lot of dogs. That must take a bit of time management. I know they they structure the runs so that you have some time between everybody, but still, it's uh, yeah, you must really need to manage your time to run that three dogs at chance. Yes, and the different and in 2017 in particular, because I had both Lily and Toto, I mean uh, Lily and Cece in double digits, and Toto wasn't. I had the issue of where I was walking two different courses because the double digit course was different than the other course. So I had yep. two different, I had to remember two different courses. Right. And, for a few hours or whatever. Yeah. And, <laughs> and over the course of a long day, it did get, you know, it, it did get a little bit hairy trying to remember which course I was running. <laughs> right. Yes. But I mean, it, that, it was. Go ahead. Right. No, I was going to say, and then at the most recent one in 2019, I know you didn't, you didn't run CC, but who, who ran at that one? So in 2019, I ran Lily and Toto and they were okay. both in double digit. And then I ran Calypso in free okay. elite. So Calypso made right. her de her her debut, and that you know a little bit of a of a heartache in that Lily is probably retired from champs, so that was a little bit of a a tough champs for me to you know to swallow that that was you know my first agility dog that was her, probably her final champs. Right. But you know, every dog it comes for every dog. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But you got you got to think you ran her in a lot of different uh, champs. Yeah. Not and not to mention all the trials. Yeah. Too that you've exactly. run exactly. Yes, and she is still running. She still runs agility, but I just don't feel it's that by time twenty twenty one comes along, she'll be all she'll be. 14 and a half years old and i just don't feel it's right. fair to put her through that no no there comes a time where every dog you know yeah you, you know when the time comes right. the time does come and you have to retire the dog from yeah from running and yeah and cc just enjoy the senior years yes and cc actually ran some pre-champ stuff at at champs and she celebrated right, okay. her birthday there. So, you know, she was she was plenty happy just hanging out and walking around and everybody giving her pets and feeding her, you know, because that's, that's all right. she lives for. <laughs> yep. I remember seeing Cece uh, there and uh, I think Cece met uh, Belle and, uh, and, and my new guy. Trace. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. 
We had three beagles at champs in 2019. Yeah, and, and you know, and beagles are they're they're not they're not an easy dog for agility, but they are such wonderful dogs. You know, they are. I I will be getting another beagle at some point. Cece just has the best temperament, and she's a little anomaly for a beagle in that, like, when we go down to our farm, I can let her out the door, and she stays on the property and comes back and things like that. So she's a little bit of an oddball, you know, like, where she doesn't take off. She doesn't take off. No. Yeah. But follow the nose completely off into never never no no there's you know and i think some of it is is there's enough smells on the farm itself you know to stay within that couple of acres she runs in the woods and does all that but she doesn't like take off for you know for huge you know like huge runs and stuff and a couple of our other beagles at the farm we had a we had a couple others and bert was one of them and we lost him for 17 days once because he got stuck in a um, in a deer drive and the deer just ran and it freaked him out. And, you know, in typical Beagle fashion, he found a porch to sleep on, you know, five miles away from home or whatever. And he didn't know how to get back home. So he just stayed there. Wow. That, that's a bit scary. Well, I'm glad, glad you got him. Back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that I think they covered champs quite a bit yes. there, and uh, you certainly have been to quite a few. Um, and, I mean, I know people have probably been to more, but right. you've been to a lot. And I understand, you know, when they're on the east side, you're, you, you've been going to them recently in the past few years. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I believe in 2021 that it's going back to uh, uh, Springfield, Ohio. Yes. So. Uh, perhaps I will get to see you there. Yes, I will uh, definitely. If, uh, you know, our plan right now is we're going to go. You know, yeah. that is the plan. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how how things go. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, we know that this year champs got canceled. So yeah. Speaking speaking of kind of that, I mean, we are in the year of COVID right now. Right. We don't know how long that's going to work. Go. We don't know how long that'll go. But out there in Illinois, are are you guys having trials? Are you able to go to school? Are you able to trial? Or is everything shut down? Well, so there haven't been a lot of trials. We have, you know, I don't go to a typical class, like in a class right. setting with, with my dogs. And so we were able to kind of work outside you know, where I do train, it's more private lesson. So we okay, work outside. Um, yep. the, I do train at another facility with Calypso just because it's five minutes from the house and it's not very expensive. And um, we have just started classes there again, like two or three weeks ago. As far okay. as trials, we don't have a huge amount of trials here in Illinois anyway. Um, right now, the two trials that are coming up, one is in September, the beginning of September, and one is the beginning of October. Both of them are outdoors, so I believe that those will both go on. Um, okay. You know, after October, it starts getting awfully cold here. 
So, sure. you know, we're going to kind of see. I do know um, just to the north of us, as far there's been, um, or just north of me, it's still in Illinois. Some of the AKC trials have started again with pretty strict restrictions. Um, there's no inside crating. Um, you have to, if you're indoors, even if you're running your dog, you have to wear a mask. So, mm -hmm. um, so some AKC trials have started up. There's a, there's a big facility, um, almost to the Wisconsin border here. And they, they had their first trial. There's a, another big AKC trial coming up that they are running again. They're running indoors. So, you know, we'll have to, we're, we're kind of playing it by ear here. Um, the two NADAC trials so far are going to be outdoor, where there's plenty of space to distance and everything else. Right. That That's good. Yeah. 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 I understand. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, for me, it's like I really haven't been going to any trials because uh, the only ones I'm aware of are pretty far away. Right. And I'm really not keen on traveling right now. Okay. And the, the, the next one that we might have that's still not canceled that I usually attend is, is in October and it is an outside trial. Yeah. So there is a chance that will happen. Right. Uh, and I would hope that I could attend that, but it's just, it, it's sad in a way because you know how dogs only have so many years. And yep. like uh, my trace guy, he's, he's really an intro dog and, I was hoping that this year I would, you know, go to some trials and see that he has some confidence so we might make it up into the novice level to kind of begin our agility is that, you know, that, career there. But yeah. we haven't been able to do that. So we're going to get delayed a year perhaps. Right. Because of yes, this. I have been seeing um, there are like in Tennessee, I've been seeing trials, but again, you know, they're outdoor. Um, there have been there have been trials, but again, nothing like really close enough for me to attend. You know, anything right. that's been close enough to me, I haven't been able to attend. Or I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. the ones that have been further that are going on, I haven't been able to attend. Anything by me has been canceled. Hopefully come September, October, um, there's usually a big trial over Thanksgiving, but it's an indoor trial. So we'll see how that goes, you know, whether that goes off or not, because obviously the person who runs it, they've got to pay for the facility. And if she's not going to get enough entries to pay for the facility, she's certainly not going to hold the trial. So that, that's, that's another, you know, problem. I, <laughs> yeah. And, and you yeah. know, and I can't blame, I can't blame the people you know, for not holding the trials because of it. So, Oh you know, no, I can't either. No, you know, no. I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of complications now because of this, you know, it's, it's probably harder to get a judge. It's harder to, you know, everything's harder. And you, like you said, you're probably not going to get as many competitors coming and dogs. So right. you have to take that into consideration too. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, some judges don't want to fly and, and I, I, you know, it's not for me to say, oh, well, why, why don't they want to fly? You know, I mean, it's not for me to say that. So you have no, to get it's, a judge. It's, it's very, it, this whole thing is very a personal, <laughs> personal opinion and preferences of people. So, you know, you right. can't really fault anyone. 
Uh, right, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you do what's best for what you feel is best for yourself and your family members and everything and, and go from there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that there aren't any trials, but I understand why, you know? Right. So, what you know, if it gets to the point where it's, you know, I mean, Calypso turned five and, you know, we were just, we just finished her open superior versatility. So I was, you know, excited to be able to maybe get her match this year. And, and here we are with, you know, no trials. Right. You know? no, I, yeah, I understand. It's, it's, the, you know, it's the way this year is, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And, so. and, you know, I feel bad for people with the older dogs who, you know, maybe were, you know, they're thinking of retiring them or this year was going to be their last chance. And, and you know, that yeah. all got messed up. You know, I mean, I know in the long run, the dog doesn't understand, but it's still, you know, it's still something that as a handler, you know, I'm glad that last year was able to go on because I knew it was Lily's last chance and I was able to kind of, rel you know, relish in that for the, you know, for the year and go, oh, this is our last chance. We're going to go. We're going to have fun. And, and I feel sad for the people who this year, maybe it was their dog's last, you know, last chance at champs and they can't go. So. Yes. I Yeah, I, I totally understand why you're staying there. I, I Yeah, I mean, like people from in that maybe that was their their dog's last chance and then it doesn't it doesn't happen. And right. Uh, yeah, I guess that's life. I mean, like you said, the dog's not going to know, but, you know, the handler, you work, you work toward the goals that you have and then to have it, you know, taken away. Yeah, you know, it's tough. But, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can go on next year in 2021 and we can have champs and everybody can, you know, make up for it. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to. That's what I'm hoping. All right. I guess uh, I think I've covered everything I had jotted down in regards to having you as a guest. I thank you for oh, joining me. You're welcome. And being being my guest. And I, uh, I'm i going to ask you to give Cece, uh, give her a pat on the head for I me. I will. And, uh, give her a special treat to that beagle. That I oh, like. I know. But, you know, the, those beagles, man, they have a way of worming ways their way into everybody's hearts you know, that's they, right they have those beagle eyes i mean all dogs have can give you those eyes yeah. but beagle eyes are something yeah beagle else. eyes are yeah Every, everybody goes oh look at those eyes how can you refuse it i'm like because i have a beagle their eyes are way better <laughs> <laughs> everybody everybody yeah. always like you know cc will go and sit next to somebody and just stare at them and then they'll be like, oh, do you want a treat? You know, and <laughs> she knows how to work it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. The beagles seem to know how to work that uh, that beagle begging. Noise. Yes, yep. <laughs> and, you know, that little head tilt and all the all of that. Even Belle has that, the head tilt. That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> Belle, Belle's very good at giving head tilt. Yes. That's for sure. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, Bell actually from twenty fifteen no from twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen made huge improvements she in did, her right. in her in I her think, camps. Yeah. 
I thank you for saying that, but she did, right? And, you know, like you said, uh, in 2017, that was Leanne's first chance. She'd never been there. And I know that my, my she was very nervous. Leanne yes. was very nervous. And Belle, really, I mean, she was a young dog. Yes. And we kind of worked those qualifications for pre-elite that year, yep. where she... She hadn't done that many even novice runs yeah. or whatever you needed that year. And uh, then we went to Chips and, and there were a lot of weave poles that year. And she yeah. had not been doing like the full sets of weaves and stuff. So yeah, it was a it was it was a rough that 2017 was a bit rough for Belle and Leanne. But, but they you know what? They they still had fun. I loved seeing your little your little chart of her score, you know, and how it went from <laughs> negative to positive with her scores. So I love seeing that at your, at your stall. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. We had fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, we came back in 2019 and, and like you said, Bell did way better and we had a lot of fun that year. Yeah. This, you know, last, that year too. So yeah. it was great seeing, great seeing you and CC both times. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. Well, I do thank you for joining me, and uh, I wish you all the best. Well, thank you. I, I look forward to seeing you in 2021. Okay. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Right. Right. As we approach the timers of the final obstacle of this episode. I will uh, thank everyone for listening and remind my listeners, if you would like to help me grow my podcast, please tell your friends about us. You can tell people they can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and the offcourseagility.com website points to the Anchor home platform where you can find all the episodes that uh, I have done. You can find the descriptions of the episodes and the various guests. So uh, that uh, is where you can go there. And frankly, if you just uh, Google Off Course Agility Podcast, you also will find uh, places. One of them will be the Anchor homepage. Uh, and uh, you'll find us now, and it's amazing. I find us on other sites that I didn't put us there, but they just pick up the feed and and they add it to their uh, their own web their own websites. So recently, I saw it on like Listener Notes or something. ListenerNotes.com. Anyway, that's just how things happen uh, in the internet. Um, also, I'd like to remind you, if you have any comments, you'd like to reach out and become a, a guest uh, on the podcast, you can reach us at offcourse at optimum.net. That's offcourse at optimum.net. So I thank you for listening. And if you are going to trials anywhere, I wish you happy trialing. <laughs>